everyone, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends with Friends podcast, the one we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time, and I'm here with Vanessa. Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa, and yes, I am the newbie, but I'm pretty excited because we're pretty far into the season already. Yes, we're almost done with season six. This is 138th episode, the one with the Unagi. And yes, I'm doing the two hand touch to my temple, just like Ross does. Unagi. <laughs> <laughs> it's season six, episode 17. It premiered February 24th, 2000, with 22.21 million viewers. Vanessa, what happened? So in this episode, Chandler and Monica are celebrating Valentine's Day. Joey finds a twin, and Ross uh, tries to prove that Unagi, what Unagi means to Rachel and Phoebe. Okay, let's start with the Unagi since it's the title. Okay. And <laughs> I love this part. Well, like, you know, we all know that Ross studies karate. We found, yeah. Really. So we found that out. I feel like we found that out like recently, though. Yes, I think. Uh, oh, we found that out recently. Uh, he's mentioned it, but we found out more of it when it was the one that could have been. Because remember, he's like, yeah, you know, when yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. trying to be sexual with Carol and stuff. But um, this is just another level. I've never heard of this state of mind. So yeah. I think they made it up for the show. Probably because <laughs> it definitely means. Um, Water eel. eel, water eel. So it's yeah. not real. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like it is made up, but it's pretty funny because I think that there are a lot of ways to like be aware or yeah. de-stress, whatever the case is. Like being aware of your mental state. So yes. they and maybe this is a time when it was all becoming popular. Yeah, like mindfulness and the yeah. yogis and the meditations, even yes. though it's an ancient song, it's an ancient tradition, but maybe it got more popular in, you know, 2000, you know, yoga did. I remember when that was happening, too. I was like, what's yoga? But, you know, yoga has been practiced for centuries, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Asian culture, which is great. I've done yoga before. It's cool. But yeah, never heard of Unagi. But I did like that they pointed out right away that was fresh water eel. And then the girls were making fun of him for it because it all started because the girls, Rachel and Phoebe. Um, came back from a self-defense class mm-hmm. and Ross was there when they were talking about it in Central Park and then Ross was like you can't defend yourself like getting all machismo when we know he's not and it's like getting all uh, machismo about his his unagi because it's like you can't defend yourself if you know the attack's coming so throughout the whole entire episode we see Ross try to surprise the girls to prove mm-hmm. his point that you need unagi in order to know like how to defend yourself <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a total state of awareness, as he says. And they try to tell him that it's a freshwater eel, but it, he doesn't <laughs> believe them. He's just into his own world. Oh, and wow. I think it's really funny when <laughs> Ross hides to scare Rachel and Phoebe uh-huh. to show them the importance of Unagi. And it's when he's hiding right by Rachel, uh, uh, Monica's door and yeah. the girl Phoebe and Rachel are walking down the hallway and he just like pops out. Mm-hmm. And the girls mm-hmm. decide to actually get him back when yes. he goes when they go into oh. his apartment. That was my favorite part of the episode yeah. because he screams like a girl. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets caught off guard. Chandler comes over to visit um, a storyline we'll talk about later. Basically, he comes over to get, uh, ask for a Valentine's Day gift for Monica. Mm-hmm. And then once he leaves, the girls pop out of, from behind the curtains and he just screams like a girl and huddles to the floor, like holding his head. And he doesn't even know like what, what is happening. Yeah. And then, so they scream and he screams and then he, uh, Rachel goes, ah, 
salmon skin roll and puts the two fingers to her temple. I thought that was very funny. Salmon skin roll. Yeah, because earlier in the episode, she said she wanted a salmon skin roll. Oh my gosh. It just takes it to another level. It's so funny. I like They they did all this. Yeah, Yeah. and I get it. And rightfully so, the episode is named after this because it's just so silly and funny. And Ross always thinks he's right. We all know this. He thinks he's such an intellectual. It's just another point of him just like, trying to be all hoity-toity with his intellectual being or whatever. Right. But then he also takes it a step further and he goes to a self-defense class and he tries to talk to the instructor saying he attacked two (laughs) two women and one happened to be his ex-wife. And the self-defense instructor looked at him like he was a weirdo. Like he didn't know why he would try to attack his ex-wife. And he said he tried and he couldn't. And that's why he's here. And maybe they can attack him together. Oh my gosh. I know. So if I were that instructor, I'd be doing the same face. Be Mm -hmm. looking at Ross being like, excuse me. But he doesn't understand that it was his two good friends and he was trying to prove a point and all that stuff. but still yeah prove unagi whatever <laughs> but yeah. that was that whole storyline and then the other storyline was uh, like we mentioned monica and chandler celebrating valentine's day and um it's two weeks after valentine's day so they actually filmed this probably like way before but they timed it right because it's february 24th when this episode aired and um I thought it was cute. It I mean, kind of, it didn't really move anything along. It was just, none, this episode didn't really move anything along for any of them. No. You know, it was just kind of like a whatever episode. But yeah. it showed them, like, just, you know, um, they're celebrating two weeks after, and they had to make gifts for yes. each other. Have yes. you ever done that, Vanessa? Um, I, we have never... So here's the thing. This storyline really does prove or show that getting gifts for someone cannot be as easy because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, no, I don't know what to get them. And sometimes it's because they have everything they need. They don't want anything or you don't think mm-hmm. they'll use something. We've, Caesar has made me get a gift before, like a photo book. Have I made him one? I think so too. Um, but nothing like handcrafted because I know he'll just be like, okay, thank you. And it'll be like, yes exactly and i and actually uh i have it still and it's nice to look back on yeah you know so i appreciate it and i mean for i think for gifts like sometimes we'll get each other like objects like stuff mm. you know clothes or whatever it is but also like i think for us like we like to travel so we tried mm-hmm. to do that pre-pandemic a lot and mm. now we're getting back into it a little bit more um especially in come August, we'll, we'll start, you know, going on a trip. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I think it, it does bring up the fact that sometimes it could be hard getting a gift for someone. And I think especially for men. Um, but I yes. liked how, how Monica was also freaking out about it. Because yeah. so Chandler is talking to Phoebe and Monica, uh, Phoebe, Rachel, um, and the whole gang at Central Park. And he mentions that they, they promised uh, each other handmade gifts. So I'm sure back then, you know, the computer was around, but the services like Flutter, Shutterfly and things that you can yeah. make online, I you know, see. that's different. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that stuff was around. And Phoebe says, you know, I make sock bunnies. So he's like, no, thank you. I'm not going to give her a sock bunny because mm-hmm. what point would that be? So then after that, you know, he's he's scrambling around the apartment trying to find something. And he finds a, a random mixtape. And, you know, at this point, you know, Monica, we already know that Monica freaks out as well. She's like, shoot, I forgot about this, mm-hmm. the celebration. But she tries not to let Chandler know that she also forgot about the celebration. 
and gives him the sock bunny. <laughs> she ends up giving him the sock mm-hmm. bunny. So it's pretty funny because at that point Chandler realized like she also didn't know what to get. Me. Yeah. And then she gets so excited over this mixtape. She, but she feels bad. She feels horrible over the sock yeah. bunny. And yeah. she gets excited over the mixtape. So but and she then, also feels bad for Chandler, promises, you know, to go to the room and to yeah. cook a meal. Yeah. You know, she's 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 overcompensating. Yeah, overcompensating. And then we find out, I love how Janice comes back in this episode with with her voice over the mixtape. I love you, Chandler Bing. (laughs) (laughs) That was another one of my favorite parts when, you know, they're enjoying the tape because the first song that comes on is The Way You Look Tonight. Mm -hmm. And, or, no, she asks if, uh, Monica asks if that song was on there. It ends up being on there. And then My mm. Funny Valentine, you know, starts to play. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Janice saying, happy birthday, love Janice. And her voice, mm-hmm. like you just said. And then <laughs> the look, like, it, it's just funny. It's uh-huh. like a, <clears throat> it's something that Chandler could have easily, like, told her about but i don't yeah. know why he decided not to because he was getting pampered with all these things like she was going up and above and beyond you know like for the room stuff and then the cooking and buying the jacket the next morning like so of course he's gonna sit there and be like oh yeah you know maybe he didn't know either he forgot about yeah the mixtape. and it was but, funny because my funny valentine starts playing and at that point they had already made up but then you hear Janice's voice singing my funny valentine my funny valentine <laughs> And Monica just gets upset again, and that's it for them. That's it. That's it. So there's a third storyline with Joey. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about that. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we're back. So Joey's storyline for this one is that he needs more money because again, we don't see he has a roommate. He's still living alone. So um, he needs to go on he needs to go do a test, a test like medical test. He's all used to get a whole bunch of medical tests done and you get money for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's already donated his sperm, you know, it's like, and then he goes to the medical office and they're doing a twin test. And so he was like, Hmm, where can I get a twin? And so then he, um, and then it pans over and you see a whole bunch of guys that look like Joey. Mm -hmm. And okay. So one thing I knew exactly what episode this was when they talked about in the reunion, but you didn't know yet. So Marta Kaufman and Kevin Bright are talking about um, Joey and how Matt LeBlanc got that edition. And, you know, Matt LeBlanc tells the story about how he fell. Um, he was drunk the night before and he fell on toilet and hit his nose. And, you know, it's all discussed in the reunion and that he came to the audition with like, you know, a big gash in his nose or on his face. And he straight up told Marta Kaufman and Kevin Bright, you know, hey, sorry, this happened the night before. And that's how he booked the role because he was being completely honest. But what we didn't know is that the guy that plays Joey's twin, his name is Louis Mandalore. And he was the one who they were deciding between him and Joey. And so and on the reunion, Kevin Bright and Marta Kaufman say, actually, we got the guy who was the one that we we're deciding between to play Joey. He returns in an episode where he plays his twin. And when they mentioned that, I remember this episode. And That's so this is the episode. Because I saw the reunion, but I didn't 
listen to that part. I think yeah. that, I, I think it, when the directors were talking, yeah. I was kind of on my phone, not paying attention yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah. But that's interesting that you say it. I can't imagine that guy being Joey. Yes, same here. He looks so much older. Like, like Matt LeBlanc is, well, obviously I think because we all have this, you know, image in our head of, you know, who Joey is by now because he's yeah. been it for so long. But like when Louis Mandalore came back and he's like trying to be Joey in this episode, mm-hmm. He looks so much older and I yes. just can't see that guy. Like it just didn't fit. No. Like, you know, like he's handsome, but it just didn't fit. He looked like, I don't know. It just, it was strange, but yeah. I like how they brought him back. I mean, this is season six, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Lewis already knew that he's lost this role for six years. He already knew what a big hit it was. He already knew he was like, dang it. It's like, I was so close to being this actor. Mm-hmm. And I like that they reached out to him pulled yeah. them out of their pocket, went in the Rolodex and said, oh, remember this guy that we almost gave the role of Joey to? Let's bring him back and have a little tiny minor role in a silly episode. Yeah. <laughs> Was he acting or did he act after that audition? Yes, actually. So he is in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Okay. Um, he's been in that. And he's been other, he's steadily working. Like if you look at his IMDb, he's steadily working. So he's been in all of My Big Fat Greek Wedding um, movies. Mm-hmm. And there was another one too. I forgot, but yeah. So he's he's still doing okay, but obviously not as good as Matt LeBlanc sitting on you know, yeah, million dollars uh, an episode for yeah. And now that. he's still breaking in that money, <laughs> twenty million a year. <laughs> so I I thought that was funny, you know, that he mm-hmm. he's looking for a twin because he needs headshots. You know, mm-hmm. he, getting photographs taken are pretty pricey. Pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah and like I thousand dollars almost. I would imagine that'd be at least. You have to find a photographer, get him printed, put your resume on that. Wedding photographers are very expensive. And you also pay for the quality. So that's a different story. But also, it's just expensive in general. Like, I remember me with my friends in junior high, we would go to those photo places at the mall. And that was pretty expensive. Those little, like, photo places with those, like, graphic backgrounds. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, $30. I forgot how much it was. $40. And it's, like, you get 50 photos or 100. And you, like, give it to your friends. You sign the back. Yeah. The picture. I So I remember that. So that was pretty expensive as well. So as you mentioned... I like how, you know, he was able to find a twin, but he doesn't get to do that social experiment because he failed. The, yeah. the doctor immediately knew that they weren't identical twins. Yeah, but he actually does his own little social experiment and then brings him in to Monica and Chandler's apartment uh-huh. and goes straight for the fridge. And then he screws up the line, how are you doing? <laughs> and then yeah. Joey walks in. Oh, no, no, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets so upset. And Chandler and Monica don't know why or what's going on. I know. They do exactly. Because it's not the twin. It's not Joey. But I thought Uh that was cute. So that wraps up the episode. But there is one tiny little point that I want to point out. Very first line of this episode, Ross acknowledges how silly the monkey was. Did you notice that? I think I remember something about it, but I okay. ignored it. Uh-huh. Because we know by now in the Friends reunion, we know by now that that was his least favorite part of being Ross because the Kate, the monkey wouldn't, you know, like wouldn't play along with whatever mm-hmm. um, scene they're doing. So um, that's his least favorite part. And now, like we acknowledge that Ross didn't like had the monkey. The like monkey. where did it come from? <laughs> and he even said in the reunion to that effect something about the monkey. Like he didn't mm-hmm. like the monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't That's like funny. the monkey. I yeah. also started noticing in this episode that there was a quite a bit of hair changes. And I don't know, yeah. maybe maybe I just because now we know that she's wearing a wig. 
in most of the episodes. Like, I guess I just see the wig now and not her uh, hair. And Monica's hair is longer and Chandler's yeah. is too. Yeah. And Maybe also, they came back from like Christmas break or something. Yeah. And one last tidbit for this episode was that this episode was listed as one of the best episodes in the series and in season six. So to me, mm. I didn't find it that funny. It's no. memorable, but like yeah. not one that I would watch. I think the cool. only scene I would watch from this episode was when uh, Monica, yes, salmon, salmon skin roll. Skin roll. Part, <laughs> yes. so, and that's the reason why magazines were saying it's funny. That part made it the episode. Yeah. But for instance, like BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed calls called it the 15th funniest episode in the series parade said it was the best episode in season six so i i don't agree. i agree to disagree yes <laughs> yes i mean maybe, i'm sure there's better out there yes well speaking of better ones coming up in the next episode of friends with friends ross gets close to a student and Chandler goes out with an ex to help a friend out so subscribe, give us five-star ratings, leave comments if you would like to talk to us. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends Podcast on Instagram. Bye. See ya.